in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings, and Wicked Weed Brewing. Drink different. And welcome in to the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Unbelievable weekend of NFL playoff football that we had. The greatest division round we've ever had. I think we could all agree to that. You had walk-offs in every game, and it was just a phenomenal weekend. I know everybody expected me to come in here all sad and lonesome and, oh, but he lost. Oh, he's dying on the inside. Yeah, I have no fear. He knows. It's fine. He knows it's over. Buddy. The, the great renaissance of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is over. Not a chance. Not a chance. I don't buy into any of this. Tom Brady's not coming back. Tom Brady's t- gonna gonna retire. I don't think any of that's gonna happen. Uh, we will talk about that later in the show, and I'm not so sure I agree with you. <laughs> and you know, I I love hitting this button ironically. Yeah. Fire them cannons! By golly, put more powder in those things. Oh, no more it, Gene Deckerhoff for the year. It ran out of powder. <laughs> what would have been quite possibly. Not quite possibly. It would have been. Oh, no. It, it would have been one of the worst postseason collapses ever. It, it's not beating Atlanta because that well, was in the Super true. Bowl. That's true. But yeah, that huh. <laughs> It would have thrown everything we said out of who could possibly have the worst weekend. It would have been Matthew Stafford. It would have been Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. And it almost happened i just have one question for todd bowles and the rest of the tampa bay defense who how has, do you forget Gail cooper cups on the field who has cooper cup that was a question that they really really struggled with i mean the guy only won the triple crown in receiving this year was you know on the verge of all the records i mean i feel like as much as we talked about him being on the verge of all the records the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, they really should have known that. Nine receptions, 183 yards. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just another right. day at the office for, for Cooper That's Cup. Fine. It's fine. The better team won. What can I say? I said it on Friday. Go Rams. I get you know. It was fine. At least at least I give the team credit for making a game out of it, even though the LA Rams did all they could to give that game away. But last night last night was a game unlike any i have ever seen before where the first half of the uh, of the chiefs and the bills was not fun was anybody having fun in the first half of that game yeah it was all right it was 14 14 at halftime it was very pedestrian and then late in the third quarter man things just started going wacky it went exactly how we thought it would for a quarter and to start the four o'clock hour, we're going to talk about the question that seems to be On everywhere today. Mind, yeah. Do we need to change the overtime rules in the NFL? <sighs> I have always been on one side of this argument, mm-hmm. and I can tell you definitively that last night changed my mind. Mm-hmm. 
I'll tell you what that is at the beginning of the 4 o'clock yep, hour. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, sorry, rules are rules, and uh, we'll talk about it at 4 o'clock. Should the NFL change their overtime rules? But this was no doubt the best weekend that we've had in many, many years, if not ever, in the playoffs. And I would be remiss if I didn't point out that Joe Burrow has double as many playoff wins in eight days as Dak Prescott has in his life. Oh. <laughs> Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Strap in for this, folks. Are you ready to hear this all in one sentence? Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals are in the AFC Championship game. And unfortunately, history tells me this is not going to go your way. This is not the first time we've seen this. Uh huh. Where a first-time team makes the playoffs and they're the spunky little underdog and then they get to the conference championship game and get squished. <laughs> I don't I don't think I foresee that happening to this team. I don't I don't foresee them getting blown out. Here's my question. Mm-hmm. And and, I, and I'm going to ask this question all week long. One of the best defenses in the NFL had absolutely no answer for this Kansas City offense. Mm-hmm. How in the world are the Cincinnati Bengals going to do it? Flip it on the other side. See, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that they're going to win this game. They're going in as the underdog, as rightfully so. All of that. I don't see Kansas City stopping Cincinnati's offense. No, uh, I mean defensively, they were they were less than ideal. Right. Last night. Right. Josh Allen did everything in his power. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen's the MVP of this league. Yeah. If you disagree with me, you're wrong. That, there, there are two answers. The MVP question. There are now two answers to this. There is Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and there is wrong. There is not an in between. <laughs> oh come on! Aaron Rodgers has been the 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 uh, projected MVP for half the season now, mm-hmm. and, and now it's very the- hard for repeat MVP winners. It does not happen very often, mm-hmm. and he was not markedly better. My vote would be Josh Allen, and it's not even close but wait a minute was it not you yesterday in our live stream of the uh afc divisional game on sunday those were fun for everybody uh many many of you uh, chimed into those hwa was with us last night uh we will be doing another one of those a full conference championship seven hours of commercial free football (laughs) coming up on sunday yeah we'll be here from three o'clock until the end of the second game of the day i've got a game uh i've got a game for the live stream that, that we will be playing i will announce that later in the week excellent we got a lot of fun things it was you know we did we did a game on saturday we did a game on sunday both the afc games we had a great turnout for it lots of fun was had in the chat box and all of that so please do join us this sunday when we'll be doing both of the games but we have our first one of these. Oh. And I've heard this question about 90 times, and so I I was looking forward to answering this at some point. Super today. Chad, here we go. I'm your huckleberry. If the Bills squib kick, do they win? No. Do you know how many things that can go wrong with a squib kick? Exactly. It's not something you practice a crazy amount of times. You're kicking to a very dangerous return guy. I don't want anything to happen with them returning this. This is what makes me laugh in end-of-game scenarios because I hear people constantly say, if I've heard this line once, I've heard it a thousand times, prevent, prevent you from winning. Mm -hmm. Or let me look at that a slightly different way. 
do, do you remember what happened when Tyreek Hill got the ball the previous possession? Mm-hmm. And everybody in the secondary went, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to try to hit him because he is much faster than me. Yeah. I am not giving the ball to the other team's most electrifying player in in a situation like that. I think they did the right thing. You kick it through the back of the end zone. You get the touchback. You you put the onus on them. Because if you squib it, okay, so maybe he There's a maybe slew he feels of things it. that can go wrong with it. Right, First of all, an up man could hit it at the 30, mm-hmm. and now you're giving the ball to Pat Mahomes at the 40. Yep. And he has two shots to go to the end zone if he so chooses. Mm-hmm. Kansas City had already returned a long one earlier in the game. Why would you want to give them a shorter field? That way you know they're starting out at the 25-yard line. Other than squibbing it, let Tyreek Hill grab it at the 15. And then he, if he gets 15 yards, which to me is a almost a minimum for Tyreek Hill on a broken play like that, then he's at the 30 so you actually won the battle i get that you would have shaved some time off the clock but still i I do have to take my victory lap of going full tony romo for the last five plays of of regulation yeah that was great that was great jeremy was uh playing uh flostradamus as always and calling out the plays before they even happened i called the the touchdown play to gabriel davis i literally said it right before it happened Mm mm-hmm because Kansas City, and I'll go ahead and tell you, if I'm the Cincinnati Bengals, we're working on post routes this week. Because Kansas City cannot figure that out to save their lives. Right. You get to 15 yards, just break any direction. Adam, it does not matter. Adam Black in the comments. If you want to get in on the comment section, go to the sportsocracy.com, click on that live video link, hit the subscribe button to the YouTube channel that gets you in to the chat box. And Adam Black says, No way, you don't have to squib it to Hill. He would have had one play. Well, here's another thing that people never, uh, and I've had, I've had people kicked in the NFL tell me this when it's 30 degrees and the ground's really hard. You don't actually know where that ball's going to go mm-hmm. because you keep it really low. Well, if you have side spin on it, it could run directly out of bounds. Yep. Then they got the ball at the 40, and no time came off the clock. Mm-hmm. And then you look like a complete dum-dum. Right. It's, That's it, one of the things you have to think about with late-game scenarios. You're playing out, how can I get absolutely vilify, vilified here? And one of the things Leslie Frazier knew, and I said some – <clears throat> we'll call them not nice things about Leslie Frazier last night. Mm-hmm. I might have said I would not let him on the team playing, but, uh, you know. You did. Okay. I, I didn't just say it once. I said it five or six times. Uh-huh. But the more I've thought about it over the course of a day, I don't really know how you're supposed to game plan against that. Mm-hmm. To me, Buffalo was entirely too worried about the sidelines because sidelines didn't matter. They were playing that umbrella defense where you've got guys on the – what does it matter? Yeah. They have three timeouts. The clock meant nothing. Exactly. The sidelines mean nothing when the team has timeouts. You only you only do that when they don't have the ability to stop the clock. But then I went back and watched it. I've gone back and watched the last sequence for Kansas City and regulation three separate times. You know what conclusion I've come to all three times? What's that? I don't know what I would have done any differently. I'm not going to let you throw one over the top to Tyreek Hill on mm-hmm. me. I'm not going to do it. So I, I said this in the live stream last night. I'm going to have quarters back. I'm going to have safeties all, over all four quarters of the uh, of the the field. You're not going to beat me that way. Right. Well, when you do that, it leaves the middle of the field wide open, and there is nothing you can do about it. I mean, you can drop eight, and it's an immediate tackle, but that's basically what you did anyway. Mm-hmm. 
They found a soft spot in the zone, laid down, called a timeout, and then you put it on Butker. And I'm going to be honest with you, the way he had looked the entire night, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with the kicker who has literally looked like he was kicking this thing sideways all night long from, what was it, 54? Yep. It's fine. It's fine. I'll take my chances. I'm not getting beat in regulation. Yeah. Period. And that's what Buffalo did. Mm-hmm. 13 seconds to go. It just goes to show you, you cannot leave time on the clock. I mean, we saw it earlier in the day yesterday. The LA Rams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yes, the Rams did everything they could to keep Tampa Bay in the game. Including and, Eric Whittle trying to end yes. the life of Mike Evans. <laughs> right. He came back and out had of retirement he, just to try to kill Mike Evans. And had he just been a hair earlier, that'd have been a first down. Uh, but it way, that's a new rule that I absolutely detest what if he had been if the ball had bounced up in the mm-hmm. air and it hadn't hit the ground mm-hmm. even if it was out of bounds that would have been a not dead ball foul right and the drive would have continued for Tampa right. Bay as soon as and the ball I would have taken today off because <laughs> I couldn't talk about that and not swear a lot as soon as the ball hits the ground that's when the the play is dead so technically when the when, you know the ball hits the ground Weddle hits Mike Evans that's actually already a turnover on downs on that fourth down play uh we have two more of these i'm your huckleberry first one's from armchair he was more disappointed in the prevent when kansas city had 13 seconds left and only needed 30 yards Mm -hmm. i'm going to keep saying this and i've said this to practically anybody that's brought that up to me today i don't know what else you're supposed to do the way kansas city is laid out you have three receivers that are four four or faster you have had jordan poyer and micah hyde who were, I'm going to be nice here because I like them both. Disasters last night. Mm-hmm. You can't trust them. There, there was nothing you could do there where you had too high safety. Right. That's the only way you're taking away that middle of the field and not being accused of playing prevent. They were playing prevent. They didn't have seven guys deep. They were trying to keep them in bounds. Burn your timeouts, and we'll take the risk. Mm-hmm. They did not think that in 17 seconds they could get, was it 37 yards or something to, the, right. to that effect? Right. And I get it. I get it. But conversely, it, 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 hindsight's twenty twenty. I, I think it was Chuck said that earlier in our in our comments. If you get beat over the top with 17 seconds to go, you're the biggest dunce in the NFL for the rest of your career. Yes. There's nothing you can do to circumvent that. So you have to protect that. And it didn't go your way. And then they get the ball in overtime, which is stupid. Sorry. And the game was over. <laughs> Not trying to tip off what my opinion of this uh-huh. is, but. Yeah. And then we had uh, Colin as well asking how we are after last night's games. We wound up on, we were on the air last night till 11 o'clock. Yes. I, don't, I can. I could take a nap. I I I'd still want to sleep. I I still want to sleep a bunch, and none of well, it has to do with how no, late I was up no. or how much I worked yesterday or any of that. It all has to do with the foodocracy best burger in town challenge that we did, where we had ten burgers and we cut them up into pieces, and then we tried all of them. Uh, as you know, thanks to PhD weight loss, I have lost a lot of weight in the last two months. And unfortunately, once you cleanse your body of all of that fast food, then you have fast food, and a lot of it, by the way, you start to uh, 
you start to feel that you know unhealthiness boiling in your blood and yeah it didn't it didn't it didn't go well for me today I have been, you guys, Jeremy, I've been struggling all day today. Whining. That's, I've never just, heard somebody say whining oh, that way. stop but, that. I mean, no, look, I'm, okay, I'm going to say, say this into this camera because I've wanted to say this all day long. Yeah. All right. You have been, you've been doing a great job with PhD. Mm-hmm. You're losing the weight. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're all the things. I still need to point out that you have had some less than ideal eating habits for a long time. Oh, no doubt. You ate what equated to two signature uh, fast food burgers last night. Actually, more than that. I it wasn't much more. No, I ate that cookout burger. Oh remember? yeah, well, see, that, oh, was that was your own fault. That was my. You own did that. To yeah, you. I did that to myself. I'm not you blaming cheated. anyone but and me. You know, and you know, okay, that could be karma going cheater. Yeah, don't be a cheater. Exactly. And that will be the last time I have a burger for a very, very long time. I have one of the burgers left, and I'm not going to lie to you. It took everything in my power not to eat it last night. (laughs) I just, once you cleanse out, then you start feeling that sodium and the saturated fats and the sugar from everything just kind of making you feel gross. So it's going to be a while before I do something like that again. I, I will say one of the things that I took away from that, when you put all of the burgers side by side, you and and my wife threw some derision at the Big Mac that will not be tolerated. The Big Mac, that is the king of all legacy fast food sandwiches. And in all arguments, there is a good side and there's a right side and a wrong side, and you're wrong. Um, no, yeah. that, that Big Mac was tremendous. <laughs> I will say, putting them side by side, I had some takes that I was not prepared for. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's never that it's, it's always that thing. Like when you have the when, when you when you're going out and you get the burger, you're just shoving it in your face as fast as you can. You don't actually ever sit down and like analyze the meat and you know how it looks and whether or not it's appealing. It's all about how it makes you feel. Uh, another thing that that nobody was prepared for was Tank donning his large Taylor Swift shirt. It was a medium. That was a medium. That was a medium. Okay, first of all, I wish I had known that because of the fact that you fit into a medium, and, and by fit, I'm using fit very liberally yes, here. Yes, Because that fit you like I would fit into a, a ballerina getup. Mm-hmm. It was less than ideal. <laughs> I believe somebody's exact terminology was exploded can of biscuits. Mm-hmm. I, I, I vaguely remember that. It was. This Which is was why my you got to join in for these things yeah. because they're good. We don't think about any of these things before we do them. I mean, we do. We do pre-planning and things right, like right. that. We wound up having a karaoke session mm-hmm. in the in the Titans Bengals game, mm-hmm. singing Country Roads, which I've gone back and watched like six times <laughs> and laughed every single time. Right. No, I mean, look back to the original point. You can You just don't leave time on the clock like that. Well, there's nothing you do about I know, it. of course, there's nothing you could do about it, but you can never feel secure about a win or a lead in the NFL in the playoffs, especially when you have so many great, uh, you know, quarterbacks that can hurt you. Thirteen seconds for Patrick Mahomes, forty-six seconds for Matthew Stafford, and he made the plays that he needed to. Uh, and in this next segment, we're going to talk about two teams that have had tremendous quarterback play, and depending on how the next two months ago they could be in trouble something fierce you're in the sportsocracy check us out at the sportsocracy.com for that live video link we'll be right back here on espn Asheville. i believe real estate isn't about properties 
It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. I sell some. I sell some. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Yeah, it was, it was almost there. Tom Brady almost pulled another amazing comeback in the playoffs against the L.A. Rams yesterday. I mean, Cam Akers fumbles twice. Cooper Cup fumbles once. I think there was another. There was a muffed punt in there, I believe. There was a lot of ugly from the Rams. Yeah, at the end of the game. Uh, they, they just wanted to give it away. And Tom said, I'll take it. And lo and behold... Got the you, you you got the game tie and score, but with forty six seconds left, I looked over at HWA and I said, "I'm more worried that there's forty seven forty six seconds left and Matthew Stafford's going to hit a forty yarder to Cooper Cup and they're going to kick the game winning field goal." I was wrong only in the fact that they threw it to Cooper Cup for twenty yards and then the forty yard. And then they did the chip shot field goal. Your defense can't be that bad. No. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, the the topic at hand is, was that the last game for Brady? Mm -hmm. I'm going to say yes. The report came out from Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport and all those guys yesterday that that Tom is closer to retirement than he's ever been. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't a time thing. That was where his brain's at. I feel like this year has been more of a drain on Tom Brady than anybody wants to let on. What, because of the injuries? Antonio because of the Brown, Antonio Brown. The injuries, just the, the litany of things. Mm-hmm. And, and I heard Michael Irvin earlier saying he came back to be the GM. Well, here's the thing they don't have any money. So th- the team that's going to come back for them next year, if Brady's on this roster, will be nowhere near as talented as what he just had. And the defense was a sieve. Mm-hmm. That defense is, I, I, it's pathetic. It is pathetically bad. The fact that anybody is interviewing Todd Bowles for a head coaching job just it makes my brain hurt. I agree with you. Byron Leftwich, okay. Him I get. Todd Bowles, what in the world has he done to merit that? Nothing. But I do look I look at everything and the way it's gone. At what point do you just go, I'm done? I'm done doing this. You and if you're Brady, you got to look at the, the, the landscape of the league mm-hmm. and go, no clue what's going to happen with Rodgers. We'll talk about that in the next segment. Right. But you've got Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. There's just a litany of guys. This is a 25-year-old quarterback's mm-hmm. league. That's where we're at. And I think Tom has an element of, do I want to sign up to do this again? I think that's why that story leaked. Yeah. And I said it as soon as I saw the story come across. Is man, that's weird timing for that to come out, because it doesn't just come from nowhere. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how, how much people know of the news cycle around the NFL. Right. People will save stories like that for Sunday morning mm-hmm. because you can get more hits on it on Twitter, and and the algorithms are up because people are searching for the NFL. It's weird that it came out this week. Not so much confused of the day. Yeah, I'm I'm not putting too much stock into it. I mean, of course, 
of course he's closer now than he's ever been to talking about retirement because each and every day he gets closer to the day where he's going to retire. Let's not forget that Tom Brady is a, is first and foremost a competitor, and he is not going to quit until he thinks that he can't do it anymore. Throwing for five thousand yards in a season and you know being number two in the MVP talk for all of the year is not is not the sign to me of a guy who's just ready to pack it in well i hate to break this to you Mm -hmm. and i know you have those pewter colored glasses that don't let you see the truth Mm -hmm. he was an abject disaster yesterday i mean genuinely awful he looked like a 44 year old quarterback that had been asked to carry this team all year long Mm -hmm. and if you remember there was a big leprechaun looking individual that said that I don't care how many avocado ice creams he eats or the fact he hasn't had a complex carbohydrate since the Backstreet Boys. Right. I don't care. At 44 years old, eventually, your body lets you down. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, his body let him down. His QBR yesterday was a 14. Mm-hmm. That is brutally bad. And he looked tired and angry. And I get that the line was beat up. That's the way the NFL works. I think that's, but I think that's how I think that's that's what exacerbated it is the fact that he was getting his brains beat in for the first half of football. He really wasn't. He really wasn't. There were were a. Sl- I watched every single play of that mm-hmm. until the about halfway through the third quarter. Mm-hmm. There were plenty of times that yes, there was pass rush, but it got nowhere near him. Mm-hmm. He steps up and just misfires. He had one to Gronk on the sideline. That's when the route started. Because I want to say it was 17-3. to They kicked it back to L.A. And things just went, it all came tumbling after. Right. You cannot, and I've said this about Bruce Arians. I, I get that, you're a, that you've are that you been a, a long time good, I'm not going to say great, coach in this league. You asked Tom Brady to throw the ball 80 jillion times. And by the end of the year... The arm's dead. Mm-hmm. His arm did not look nearly as lively as it looked all year long. Fact or fiction? Fact. You think it's going to get better at 45? No. This is one of those things that when you – and I think he knows this. If you look back to Montana, Montana didn't have another year in him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got, him, he got the Chiefs in the playoffs. Yeah, he looked exactly like I saw Tom Brady look yesterday. By the end, you look exhausted. Mm-hmm. And that's what I saw from Tom. He has done enough. He's got nothing left to prove, and that's the point. But and that's he, the point. But do you go out? Do you go out with a season like you had, where you just fall short, or do you give it that one old that one, that one last college try? I've seen articles, you know, referencing Tom Brady is would not be pleased. He wouldn't feel right. I think is how it was put leaving the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the situation that they're in with the quarterback position. There is no there there is no heir apparent there. I mean Kyle Trask is in there, but he's not ready to lead an NFL team by anybody's report out of that locker room. So I mean I feel like it's one more. He's gonna go one more. He said years ago that he wants to play until he's forty five. That would be next season. They've already restructured the contract to give him the ability to do that. So I think he comes back for one more. And I don't know that it's a thing that he'll he'll let it be known of I'm going on the, you know, the the retirement tour next year or whatever. 
I think he'll keep people guessing, but he'll come back for one more year, and it'll just be assumed by everybody that this is going to be the last ride of, pay, of, uh, of Tom Brady. And I'm going to say that I think he rides off this year. I think he has to look around and go, there is nothing we can do that makes us the favorite. And, nothing. And if he, because I have to be Superman, and mm-hmm. I can't do that. Yep. And if he does, he does. And thanks for the Super Bowl. It's been fun. The Sports Tag. Just a bit outside. All right, here's the 411, folks. We poked a lot of fun at the Carolina Panthers on Friday when the news came down that Ben McAdoo was going to be the new offensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers. We had our good laugh because his head coaching tenure with the New York Giants went less than stellar. Women go crazy for a sharp-dressed coach. <laughs> <laughs> Old Big Suits himself, he is uh, he is now with the Carolina Panthers. But the only reason I bring this up is because now now everybody has jumped on the bandwagon of of okay how do we how do we make this palatable how how do we sell Ben McAdoo to the fan base? And I saw one, well, actually two facts that kind of make me think maybe there is something to it and he's just one of these guys that never was a head coach he could be a good offensive coordinator but he's just not a not a head coach when 2014 2015 when he was with the new york giants he had top 10 offenses and then he became the head coach after tom coughlin retired and it didn't go all that well he had a top 10 offense but proceed whatever um then 2017 he becomes the head coach during that draft, there have been a lot of reports that he tried to trade up to get Patrick Mahomes. Okay. That's that's pretty good forward thinking. And there are reports from that time. It's not like it's it, 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 it's not like he's just now saying this. There were reports at the time, weeks after the draft, that he was in love with Patrick Mahomes, wanted Patrick Mahomes, they just couldn't get get the deal done. And of course, we know the Kansas City Chiefs made the deal happen, moved up in the draft, and history is history. 2018 quarterback uh, quarterback class ranking. He had Josh Allen at number one. That was the, the year that Baker Mayfield went number one. He did Josh Allen at number one. Uh, he had Lamar, Sam Darnold at three. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And then he had Baker Mayfield ranked at six behind Mason Rudolph <laughs> and Josh Rosen. He may not be as dumb as we thought, guys. Well, he still had Josh Rosen at four, so I'm only going to nominally give you credit there. <laughs> if there had been six quarterbacks in that draft total, Josh Rosen would have been my six. But, of course, he's the offensive coordinator now for the Carolina Panthers, so he's being brought in to try to do something with sam darnold give him a chance give him a chance i know it sucks on the outside and it didn't send any massive waves through you know panther nation but let's see how it goes maybe he is smarter than we think yeah i'm gonna stick with uh i I doubt it okay because if you go back and look at that top 10 offense that you were talking about it's because they were getting killed the vast majority of the time Mm -hmm. eli manning threw for 4500 yards i will give you one u.s dollar right now if you can tell me who their leading rusher in that season was. Oh, gosh. Was it uh, Bradshaw? Nope. The pride of the Liberty Flames, uh, uh, Rashad Jennings. Oh, Rashad Jennings. Yeah, was... I went back, when you said that to me earlier, I went back and looked and went, oh, that's one of those offenses where you rated well because yep. you were getting slaughtered 
every single oh, week. Oh yeah, I mean they were still six and ten. <laughs> yeah, they weren't good. That's the that's one of the weirder hires I think I've seen. Mm-hmm. Speaking of weird hires, uh, a thing happened in Hawaii over the weekend that <laughs> Hawaii had an opening after Todd Graham was basically ousted. Yeah, the players had a slew of complaints. So Hawaii was looking for their next coach. Well, they decided they were going to do that in the form of a former coach, June Jones. You remember June Jones was the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, was the head coach at Hawaii for quite some time. Well, they get down the rabbit hole of negotiations, and Hawaii had a slew of strange requests. Uh, One of them was Timmy Chang had to be on his staff, of which he coached Timmy Chang. He really didn't have a problem with that. Right. The problem was, I have no control over the rest of the staff. They wanted Timmy Chang to hire his staff for two years. He obviously said, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. They upped it to three years and said he could hire a coordinator. (laughs) At which point he said, I believe I will be walking away from this. At which time Hawaii hired Timmy Chang as their new coach for right now. This is one of the weirdest stories I have ever seen. You don't do that. No, you don't go to your all-time winningest head coach and say, hey, we'd like for you to come back, but here are all these conditions that are going to make it impossible. Well, my question is, why would you even talk to him? Why would you even broach this? You know he's not going to agree to that. No coach with issue, with, with with any kind of options is going to agree to that. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in a, I think, I want to say Timmy Chang was at Colorado State. He was the receivers coach at Colorado State. Okay. And I get that he was good in your program, but yee. Timmy Chang, is that the one that Georgia dusted in the Sugar Bowl that year? Uh, no, that'd be Colt that Brennan. Brennan? Oh, that'd, that'd be Colt Brennan. Brennan. Yeah, Timmy Chang, was, uh, Col- Timmy Chang was the one right after Colt Brennan. Gotcha. That broke virtually every, every record. record ever set. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, Case Keenum, and Colt Brennan. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Burrow just went, all of you little pass-happy schools, watch me come through here and dust your records. Oh, Joe Burrow. We'll talk about him in the next hour. Because I think coming up this weekend, it's uh, you're going to see something out of him that every time he gets on the field, I think he impresses me more and more and more. And I'm only expecting another one of those coming up this weekend in the AFC Championship game as the Bengals take on the kansas city chiefs still, it's still it's like when it, when my lips say it I, it still sounds weird to me uh by the way we have breaking news breaking news i love breaking news who's gonna break the news ha. who's gonna break the news yeah who's gonna break the news who's gonna break the news new orleans saints owner gail benson has confirmed something that i told you on this show three weeks ago they have no idea where Sean Payton is, and they have no idea his future with the team. Really? He has just completely ghosted them. He has. He has gone off the grid. He is apparently somewhere trying to decide his future. And the reason is because of what I told you a couple weeks ago. He's embarrassed by that movie that Kevin James did. No, he's embarrassed by the amount of money that people are willing to throw at him to come be an analyst. Gotcha. I mean, it is ridiculous mm-hmm. money. He would apparently have to tap out on like $45 million from the Saints. And I think that's where he's at. Because you have to look at the Saints team and go, what is really the future here? All right, you're killed against the cap. Mm -hmm. You can keep keep kicking that can down the road. But you're never going to be really competitive. 
You're probably going to lose Teron Armstead this offseason, which means the line's not going to be as strong as it was. You still have a massive hole at quarterback. I'm not going to be shocked in the least if Sean Payton taps. I won't either. And if he does, I have it on good authority that the next head coach is already on the staff. It's Dennis Allen. Okay. He would be, he would be promoted to the head coach. That is apparently their current contingency plan. Mm-hmm. Could that change? Sure. They would have to. They would actually have to go through a coaching search process. But right. Dennis Allen would be the likely heir apparent. I'm not going to be shocked at all if he decides to hang it up. I've been, you know, he's one of those guys that ever since you said it about what was that a week or so ago we were talking about mm-hmm. this. Well, there was I, a rebu- the more I keep thinking about it, like amazon is probably going to back up a brinks truck to get him to do thursday night football well they're going to back up a brinks truck to somebody it's the question of who right and the two that i kept hearing was pete carroll and sean payton Mm -hmm. well apparently pete carroll has rebuffed everything so i could very easily see that it they relayed a message through his agent of here's a blank check you can write on this whatever you want to right and they're killed against the cap you're 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 and, and coaches don't last this long in places Sean Payton's been there for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And I could see him just being ready to be done and just go ahead and let the conspiracy theory start of he's going to take a year off and then take the Cowboys job. (laughs) I'll save you the time of saying that because I know it's out there. Mm -hmm. You don't think it'll happen? Mm, I don't know that Sean Payton has to do that. Sean Payton can have practically any job in his league that he wants. Mm -hmm. That's the question of do you want to keep doing that? He never struck me as somebody that was going to do this till he was 70. Sean Payton's a he's a different guy. He, I like Sean Payton a lot. He could make Monday night's football really enjoyable. I, and ESPN's never they've never thrown the money around like that. They yeah. did for Payton. Well, they, they they did for Gruden. Not like this. Oh no, no. No, this is Romo plus is what I Oh, I'm, wow. Yeah, this is so Romo that, and then some. Okay. Yeah, Amazon's with all the cuts, the with, with all the cuts, uh, ESPN TV's been making over the years. I don't, I don't know that they're going to do that. Well, they're already. I'm not going to say leverage, but they're paying a, a pretty good deal to Peyton Manning mm-hmm. and, and Eli. Yeah, I, I don't see them doing that. But Amazon's changed the game. The numbers that Amazon throws around are insane. Right. Wow. Aaron Rodgers loses in the playoffs yet again since winning the Super Bowl in 2010. The record for the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs is seven and nine. And how is much of done? That, and you and I just want to prove a point here. Mm-hmm. Last week you said Aaron Rodgers was the one with the most pressure. Yep, they lost. Mm-hmm. You you put any of that at the feet of Aaron Rodgers? Because nobody else is. I mean, you should be. I, why? D- does he block on special teams? Does he play special teams ever? No. No. That guy, I'm telling you right now, they don't block that punt. There is no shot San Francisco gets down their score. Agreed. None. Agreed. To me, it's exactly what I thought it was before. Mm-hmm. If anything, I think it could have – this could have put the the chasm between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers under the microscope. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, you have to look around and go, what more can I do? Right. What more can Aaron Rodgers do? I don't play special teams. I don't coach the team. And the defense let you down in some big spots. Mm-hmm. Special teams was terrible. 
as it has been all year long. We said the only flaw this team has is in special teams, and lo and behold, in the playoff game, there it there it comes. The blocked field goal at halftime, the blocked punt near the end of the game. It's the only points uh, there, you know. It's the only touchdown that San Francisco was able to put on the board, and 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 you lose. I think we are. I think we are we are done with this. I think Aaron Rodgers is probably done with Green Bay, and he moves on. There is more of a chance that he's just done. Period. Than people think. That could very well be as well. We we've we know always has, we've all said is it does he want to keep playing in Green Bay? Nobody seems to be listening to that line that he said. Aaron Rodgers is painfully honest. You can take his uh, what was what did he say he was immunized? Oh yeah, immunized, yeah. vaccinated thing. You do that all you want to. I, I okay, I don't care. I thought you were talking about the beautiful mystery uh, <laughs> quote that he gave. When he talks, you should probably listen because he is insanely honest. Mm-hmm. And he said before the year, I can I considered retiring. And at some point, I think he has to look introspective. Aaron Rodgers wants to do other things. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you see him walking off the field doing the 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 party on I don't know yeah. what to call it. I mean, it's puppy fingers for it me. The I lo- it was I love you. Oh, is that what yeah. that is? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He you got to you got to fold the fold the thumb oh, in yeah. for the oh yeah. Puppy he, did, fingers. he didn't do puppy fingers. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't he, okay. he wasn't doing the whole pack of cheese graters or whatever it was I yeah <laughs> well i see people do that and i just immediately think puppy fingers so he's just a different guy this is a guy that thinks differently than a lot of people mm-hmm. he's another one that i've always said he's not gonna aaron Rodgers not doing this till he's 44 years old like tom brady he's just not wired no. the same way no and we all know he has his sights set on hollywood and he likes going out and smoking weed and backpacking and doing all jumping off of waterfalls and all that kind of stuff it's, and here's the thing it's his prerogative. Who done? You know, it's, <laughs> right. it's, I mean, it's, you got a billion dollars. You got a Hollywood starlet fiance. Mm-hmm. Would you blame him? Would no. you blame him if he just said, I'm done doing this. I played in six degree weather since 2005. I'm done. Right. Okay. I want to go surf and pick up starfish and seashells and all those other things you said. Would that stun you? No. But it, I will say I think he's played his last down in Green Bay. I think if he plays another down in this league, it will not be with, with I agree. Green Bay. I agree. I think he's on his way out. He he will seek other options. He will find a team that is... Oh, and he'll have a slew of them. Of course he will. I mean, this is not like, oh, we don't hear Rodgers find a place. Uh, yeah, there'd be about 14 teams that were lined up just going, take all of my money. Looking directly at Denver, Pittsburgh, Miami Dolphins. Raiders. Would you put the Raiders, Raiders in there? I'd probably put the Raiders in there. I mean, team. I, I mean, I get we like Derek Carr, but you're not going to say no to Aaron Rodgers for Derek Carr. No, there's there's not many teams in the league that would look at Aaron Rodgers and go, no, I think we're good. <laughs> Arizona, I think they'd be no. ready to do something with Kyler. No, you're kind of stuck with Kyler. You, you need to draft a lot of interior linemen that will keep those big, tall uh, interior tackles from getting to him. Right. I don't know what the next chapter is for Aaron Rodgers. I just know I'm really excited to see it. I don't care if it's going to be in Hollywood, guest spot hosting Jeopardy, or maybe he they start a sports Jeopardy show and Aaron Rodgers becomes the head, uh, you know, the lead of that. You're getting closer. I, I mean, I would, 
I would absolutely love it. I would watch every day. Maybe he goes and just starts hanging out with AJ Hawk and Pat McAfee every day, and you know, gets that into say he starts getting into wrestling with Pat McAfee. I, I, he's got a number of options out there other than this league. But if he's going to be in this league, there are a bunch of teams that are going to take him. Uh, I, I was obviously we, we do a lot of podcasty things, mm-hmm. so we know people that are in, involved in that industry. I couldn't tell you if this is going to happen or not. Don't be shocked if Aaron Rodgers wants to do something Pat McAfee style. He likes that mm-hmm. way more than people think. And he wants to talk about not just football. He wants to do Joe Rogan stuff. That's exactly the name I was getting ready to fire mm-hmm. away. I will not be shocked if Pat McAfee or one of these other podcast networks goes to Aaron Rodgers and say, hey, you can live in 78 degrees San Diego and you do whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. And I won't be shocked if that's alluring to him. I know that sounds weird. Pat McAfee makes about $50 million a year. It's crazy. And he doesn't get hit at all. Right. Never plays in, he never hosts a show in six degrees. Right. If I were Aaron Rodgers, I would have had enough with this. I would have had enough with this last offseason. I was on Aaron Rodgers' side through the whole scenario. I'm on his side now. The world is your oyster, buddy. You could do whatever you want, but I'm just going to tell you, you need to let Green Bay have it. Uh, Chuck G said, "I hope Tampa gets him." Do not put that into the don't put that into the air. I'm just going to say, two years ago, I did say that. I no, <laughs> no. Tommy decides to retire, and here comes Aaron Rodgers, and they figure out a way to get Chris Godwin back. And all's hunky spunky. And they're going to have to still can't defend have to pay anybody. everybody with unicorn tears because <laughs> yeah. they don't have any money, right? I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to take a pay cut, though. I, I don't either. Because he makes, uh, what, Tom Tom makes about three quarters of what uh, of, of, of what Aaron makes now? Yeah, and Aaron, I don't see him taking less money. Nah. I wouldn't do it either if I were him. Green on green. It's coming up next right here on ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's got the best picks of the night. Sometimes it's the little victories that mean the most. At Ingalls, we know there's no one you'd rather share those miniature memorable moments with than family. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. This week at Ingalls, select sizes and varieties cheese at crackers, two for $6. Select sizes and varieties Dunkin' Bag or K-Cup Coffee, four ninety eight each. And select sizes and varieties General Mill Cereal, two for $5. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at roguecombatclub.com. Coffee's the closers on Get them the money! And when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. And when you get the power, then you get the work. Well, last week did did not quite go my way. Oh. Wasn't uh wasn't a great week. That's what happens when I count on Tom Brady. <laughs> Blame and it on Tom. Pat, and I throw shade at Pat Mahomes. You get what you get. Trying to get back to my winning ways. Four picks in the NBA tonight. The first one, the New York Knicks are a six and a half point dog at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Weird stat about the Knicks, they're really good on short rest, and I don't know why. 
There's not really a good tangible reason for that. This game is going to be gross. Uh, in five on it, I have another pick with this game because it's gone to a stupid point. I think this is going to be gross basketball. Six and a half is too much. Give me the Knicks plus the six and a half. Next, the Oklahoma City Thunder are a one and a half point dog at home tonight against the Chicago Bulls. The Thunder have the worst record in the league. They're the second best team in the NBA at covering spreads. That is one of the most mind-boggling stats I've ever seen. Chicago is killed. They have no guards left. No more Caruso. Mm-hmm. No Lonzo Ball. They're all gone. Thanks, Grayson Allen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Grayson Allen. We'll talk about that next hour. I think the Thunder are going to win this game outright. Chicago has looked terrible without Levine. And I think it continues. The Thunder are – I don't think they win by a lot, but I do think they win this game, especially being at home. Give me the Thunder plus one and a half. Finally, the New Orleans Pelicans are a three-point favorite tonight at home against Indiana. The over-under is 215 and a half. You remember that thing I just said about Chicago? Indiana might be worse. They will play guys tonight that you have no clue are in the NBA. No Sabonis, no Malcolm Brogdon, not much of anything. Give me the Pelicans minus three under 215 and a half. Go and do likewise, gents. The money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. And as always, take those wagers over to betus.com. Betus.com is the website. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. They give you a 125% deposit bonus when you use our promo code, SPORTSOCRACY. Uh, the Indiana Pacers are hearing our open one more time away from calling me. Hey, you scored six on Steph? You, you, got, a, you got a game in you? You, you think you can lather it up for 15 minutes? <laughs> and the unequivocal answer is Not no. a chance. I We play half court, and I don't have to play defense. <laughs> we'll talk about it. And you can have a cigarette hanging out of your mouth like John Daly. 100%. <laughs> Second hour of the program coming on the way. Overtime rules. Should they change in the NFL? We'll talk about it up next. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Wicked Weed Brewing. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And the second hour of the program brought to you by Wicked Weed Brewing. Check them out at wickedweedbrewing.com. Drink different. You can see the program live as well. Just go to thesportocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Hit the subscribe button so you can get in on the chat as well. It's the best way that you can get uh, immediate access to the program here. Thesportocracy.com. Yesterday, last night was phenomenal. We did the live stream reactions to the uh, AFC divisional playoff game between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. It was a phenomenal ending. It was grenade after grenade of just, it was just explosive. That's the best way you can put it. It was explosive football last night. And today, all anybody can talk about is the overtime rules in the NFL playoffs. Do Does the league need to change its overtime rules? No. I, I mean, come on. We, we all know the rules, right? Everybody knows the rules when you go into this. You go into overtime, team scores the touchdown that has the ball first, game's over. Why does it need to change for the playoffs? I think it needs to change, period. I was always of the same mindset of what you just said. Mm-hmm. 
if you want, if you want to, to, to stop them. And I look, I am not the proponent of fair. That's probably the word in English language that irritates me the most. Mm-hmm. But you tell me where I'm wrong about what I'm getting ready to say. The Buffalo Bills could not stop the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City Chiefs could not stop the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Whoever got that ball first was going to win. Mm-hmm. And that's what your season comes down to. A coin flip. It came down to the flip of a coin. Yep. It did. The NFL <laughs> cannot steer into all of these offensive things. Because now it's borderline impossible to defend a team like Kansas City. And I would say Buffalo's right there beside them. I'd agree. You can't steer into all those things and then just say, Oh, you scored a touchdown, you win. And I've yet to have anybody explain to me how that makes any sense. I haven't. Sports freak Brian Call came down here earlier, and he was like, "No, no I don't want to hear any talk about the overtime rules." Right. Fact or fiction? Neither of those teams could have stopped each other. Fact. Okay, so then it came down to a coin flip. Mm-hmm. That's what the game came down to. Yes. And to me, I walked away from last night. Would anybody have been sad about more of that? No. Would anybody have been sad if they had? Kicked it off and Josh Allen got the ball back? No, of course not. Okay. The NFL, better than any other sport, they do a good job of not being dumb. Mm -hmm. Think about what I just said. You have a slew of people that are upset about the way last night ended. So what's the downside? All right, so explain to me what the – because to me there's only one answer here and nothing else makes any sense. Mm Mm-hmm. The answer is another 15-minute period. Oh, but player injury. Stop. No, I don't care. Okay. I, I'm sorry. And maybe that sounds crass for me saying it. I don't care about your player injuries. You have been on well, this field. You, I, I mean, I'm not going to that point. And, 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 I, that's and fine. I don't think you meant what you just you, said. You don't. But but here's the thing. We don't care in we don't we don't care in the in the framework of the regular game. Somebody gets you know a season ending, God forbid, a career ending injury in the third quarter. We're not calling it off. Going okay, we can't play anymore because there's been an injury. To me, cutting you know. To me, cutting down ha- uh, the, uh, the overtime period would be so- right along those same lines. I just, I do care that people get hurt. I do care, uh, but it, there's no there's no categorical evidence that says I'm you're not, more likely to do that in overtime than you are in regular. Right, but I'm not basing the rules on what ifs. The rules are the rules. We know. We all know the rules. And look, last night was fun. Last night was just phenomenal. And would I have loved for Roger Goodell to come down Vince McMahon style after the touchdown had been scored and the music comes on and he grabs the microphone and he says, oh, we have decided that we can't let this end this way. We need another 10 minutes. Just like oh, they used to do with happen. all of the Ric Flair uh, things. No, well, that's of course a wrestling it wouldn't. thing. It's not going to happen. Well, of course I'm it wouldn't. Categorically, this is something that we should have seen coming. Yeah. You're uh, all right. Tell me where I'm wrong here. Okay. Look at the slew of great young quarterbacks in this league. Look at how many of them are going to play in the playoffs time after time after time. Mm-hmm. You want this to end on a coin flip. Really? Because you're not going to stop them. I've heard that all day long. Well, if you could get a stop. Okay, could Kansas City have done it? No. No. 
then what you did was decide this game that was phenomenal by heads or tails. I've heard a couple people say, why don't they just play rock, paper, scissors at the 50-yard line? They basically did. Buffalo had their chance. Your chance is to stop them. Your one goal is stop them from scoring a touchdown, force them to kick a field goal, or hey, stop them outright. Then allow me to defend. Allow me to defend. Allow me to put hands on a receiver. Then I'll agree with you. Mm -hmm. You can't. I I saw it last night. There were two mind-bogglingly pathetic calls of holding on the defense. I think one of them was holding, one of them was illegal contact. Mm -hmm. Because they grazed, grazed Tyreek Hill. As long as that's where this is, I don't want to hear the, just stop him. You can't touch Tyreek Hill. You can't breathe in his direction. Mm Mm-hmm. I will dare you. I will dare any defensive staff in this league. One possession, they get Pat Mahomes in the ball at the 25-yard line. You stop them. Defense doesn't matter. I really hate to break this to you. Mm -hmm. At this point, defense does not matter. (laughs) Oh, but it does. Look at the four teams teams left. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati, not a great defensive team. No. Improved. They're better. Mm Mm-hmm. Why are they here? Because they score points pretty much at will. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs, hate to break this to you, that defense is god-awful. They just let Gabriel I, – I swear to you, if this game had gone the way I think it should and you just keep playing, he might have had nine touchdowns by the end of it. <laughs> he could have. Because they had no clue of how to defend him. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, fact or fiction, this is the worst defense they've had since Kyle Shanahan's been the, been the head coach. It's a fact that it's not even close. Okay. The Rams, you get good pressure. Mm-hmm. That defense looked great while they were letting Tom Brady come back from dead. No. They weren't just dead. They had dirt on the top of the box. Mm -hmm. And you still let them back in it. The great defensive teams. Where are they? At home. Mm -hmm. Because at this point in this league, you have to be able to score. Period. And you have to be able to score at will. Right. That's where this league is. And so at some point, if you're the NFL, you have to circumvent this somehow. Because this happens about once a year. Mm Mm-hmm. And when does it really matter? When it's a game like this where it's two prodigious offenses that are phenomenal and it's a track meet and it's up and down and it's fun to watch and then it ends with a big poo in the punch bowl. No, of, it didn't. 100% it did. No. It ended with a walk-off shot. Which was terrible. No, it, it wasn't. It was terrible. <laughs> oh, great. You were the last one with the ball. Mm-hmm. That's it. There is no other... There is nothing else to this. I've talked to anybody that would talk to me about this today. I've yet to have one say, oh, yeah, Kansas City stopped him. And that's how you're determining who goes to the AFC championship game? Mm -hmm. Get out of here. And I'll go ahead and tell you, the NFL's going to fix this. You think so? You mark my words. It might not be this year. They're going to fix this. They're going to go to a full 15-minute period, you think? I don't know exactly how they'll do it. The one thing I can tell you definitively they're not going to do because it's stupid uh, is the college rules. All right, I'll go ahead and tell you, there's way too many people like me that we wager on these things. You ain't getting the college rules in the NFL. Right. So you just take that and it's somewhere else. Not going to happen. Somebody posted the posted a picture in our Discord server earlier today of what it should have been, 134 to 135. Uh, yes. <laughs> and that's... And it... It wouldn't go that far, but it very well could have been, uh, you know, the lsu texas a&m game from years back where it was 74 to 72 or whatever the final score of that game was 
It could have been that. But we structure it all the same. It's it, we all know you have to make a stop defensively if you lose the if you I, lose I the, to, the, the coin flip. I, I have to entertain this because Chuck in our comments has said this twice. Okay. Uh the Bills stopped him all first half long. Uh no, they didn't. They punted one time. Once. They missed a field goal because Butker just flat out missed it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was the only punt they had in the first half. They only had one in the second half. Hey, this is not like, oh, there's the defense broke down. They got t- I've heard that they got tired. Yeah. Stop. When it's go time, it's go time. Mm-hmm. And you saw two unbelievable quarterbacks in the fourth quarter of go time. Yes. And for it to end that way, to me, is just a to me, it's just a travesty. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the travesty that you do. Uh, does it stink for the Buffalo Bills? Absolutely. Did they get screwed by it? No, because we all know what the rule is, and it's never changed. Well, and the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, love... the Kansas City Chiefs, had an overtime game with the New England Patriots. What three years ago in the AFC Championship game? Tom Brady gets the ball first, scores, ball game, and and we've kept doing this. Mm-hmm. I love the, and I, I can't for the life remember who said this. We posted this on our social media earlier today to get responses. And somebody said, you can't keep moving the goalposts yep. on on the overtime rules. Yep. You do realize these have been the overtime rules for three years, right? Do you know how many times we've changed the overtime rules in the last 30 years? It's four times. Okay. So this is not a hard, fast rule. No, but we've done trial and error. And this is what we've all agreed on. And this is what the league has this, agreed on. This was better than, oh, you can get to the 30-yard line and kick a field goal. Exactly. I'll give you that. Yeah. But you didn't go far enough. You didn't. You, you did not go far enough. And I've heard people mention hockey is sudden death. There's not nearly as much scoring as hockey as there is in hockey as there is in the NFL. Right. To me, this is basically where we're at right now. And I want you to listen really closely to what I say. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to sound real stupid, because it is real stupid. This would be like the NBA going, okay, our new overtime, first one to hit two threes wins. You see how stupid that sounds when you say it out loud? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the NFL is doing. Okay, well, if I get it off the jump and I'm, I have Steph Curry, I'm at a marked advantage to you. It's exactly where you're at here prodigious offenses if you've gotten this far guess what you score points quite nicely Mm -hmm. you get the ball first you score a touchdown it's over you should stop them okay well here's the thing every rule in this league caters to offense you can't have this both ways and Mm -hmm. just say oh it's just get a stop okay then stop handcuffing the defense Mm -hmm. you want you want me to get down with that fine I'm going to have to be allowed to actually touch a receiver that can run a 4-3 and just run by me. And I can get down with that. But you're never going to. But you're not going to. But you're never going to. Right. Because this is what the NFL wants. Mm -hmm. This is why it irritates me. Is because you steer into this narrative of people love points. And so you change all of these rules. And now the whole game is steered to the offense. Mm -hmm. But in in, in overtime of a playoff game, you've gotten this far. You're one of the eight best teams in the league. And now, this is when we care about, oh, just get one stop. All you got to do is get get one stop. The whole league is steered to scoring points. And you don't understand how stupid that is. Mm -hmm. The the more I've thought about it, the more nuts it drives me. And the more irritated I am at myself for not seeing this. Why have we done this? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. 
It makes perfect sense to me. It makes none to me. <laughs> it is completely asinine to me. Right. You played this entire game, and, and I've I've seen nine hundred different iterations of how this would work. Mm-hmm. No, do this like we used to. Lace it up. Fifteen minute quarter. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Changes the strategy. Changes everything. You want to go for two? You don't want to play that extra? And I've seen some people say that with Buffalo. If they'd gone for two and failed, I'm not sure Sean McDermott would have ever been allowed back in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Ever. I, I mean, somebody threw that out in our Discord chat of we should, uh, I think it was Jason Trump that threw it out, said we should, you know, first team scores, they go up by seven. Okay, next team gets the ball. That's their last opportunity, though, and they have to go for two. I I, I don't I don't agree with that. You're going to force the second team who, I mean, to me, that's, that's putting the, that putting the advantage back on the team that won. To me, it it doesn't solve the problem. If you force the second team to go for two. And yeah. And see, to me, that's dumb. That's the problem is this all. And I'll be honest with you. There's a whole nother way to look at this. Okay. And, And I've actually said this one before. Take the coin toss out. No take coin, the coin toss. toss. Take the coin toss out. Okay. It's not hard to do. Okay. How do you determine? If you defer, you can defer to the second half. That's fine. Whoever lost the toss gets the ball in overtime. Hmm. Done. Done. You had the choice of who gets the ball when. You know going into overtime, if we go into this, they get the ball. Right. Takes all of the happenstance out of this. Now, you can entertain the thought of going for two. Will we lose on a field goal? Yeah. But they'd have to score a touchdown to beat us. Mm-hmm. And we know they get the ball and we can't stop them. Right. That's a more equitable solution. But this, this whole, the second coin toss has never made any sense to me. Oh, we're going to leave this up to a coin. Why? I mean, it's not like we can jump ball like we do in the NBA. Right. But you can 100% know who gets the ball. The XFL did it. We yeah, did. And, and somebody blew a knee out on the first time they did it. I know. Uh, look, where's the aversion to what I just said? You know who gets the ball? Oh, going no, and who gets it? I have none. Because to me, that fixes everything. I have none. Look, I'm not. I'm. I'm not standing here saying that I'm against changing the rules. What I'm saying is these are the rules. Let's live with them. And if they're going to change them, okay, we can have that discussion. But I don't feel like we're at a point where you have to change it, or the or, or the game's just an abomination. I don't buy that. I, well, I never said the game was. Last, I, I think it ended disappointingly. Right. Because last night was phenomenal. You give me a walk off win every time over having 15 minutes of overtime. I go down and score, force a turnover on the next one, and then I get to bleed the clock out for the next eight minutes of the game or whatever. Well, first of all, like, I, I, that would I, be I, awful. I, you're not the It'd first person I've heard say that. Do you realize how hard it is to bleed eight minutes of a clock? I get it. But it's been way harder. A lot of things have been done. Mm -hmm. Uh, I once remember the Oakland Raiders running 21 times in a row on the Jets. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean it's very likely. I'm just saying that that's been my idea the whole time. If I knew who got the ball going into overtime, everything changes. Because if I'm Buffalo, when I scored there, I would go, I cannot stop them from getting into field goal range. I'd consider going for two. Yeah. Put me up four. Now you have to score a touchdown to beat me. If I know you get the ball, Mm -hmm. changes everything. In my opinion, I have yet to have anybody give me a tangible reason that won't work. 
You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. I I don't know. I, I think I guess we're just gonna have to fight to the death on this one. Uh, <laughs> we will, and I like. And fighting. you like your chances. <laughs> I like your chances too. Unfortunately, real estate isn't about properties; it's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Sometimes it's the little victories that mean the most. At Ingalls, we know there's no one you'd rather share those miniature memorable moments with than family. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. This week at Ingalls, select sauces and varieties cheese at crackers, two for $6. Select sauces and varieties Dunkin' Bag or K-Cup Coffee, four ninety-eight each. And select sauces and varieties General Mill Cereal, two for $5. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The Sportsocracy. We're just dumber than a bag of hammers. Yeah, yeah, that's us here on ESPN Asheville. Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green in the Ingalls studio here. And overtime rules, should they change? I, you know, you can. If the competition committee looks at it and they want to change the rules, okay. But I don't think it's an absolute necessity. I think we all know where the rules stand. Would I have loved more football last night? Absolutely. Well, I mean, my problem is it's just it's disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Every, because everybody says, oh, we'll just get a stop. That's not how this league's built. It's just not. Mm-hmm. This is an offensive-driven league. And this guy, for me, this kind of goes back to the NBA. All right, in Jordan's day, yeah, it was go get a stop. Mm-hmm. Now you can't hand-check anybody. Right. It is virtually impossible to get a stop. Especially in a crunch time situation, and I don't remember who said it now in the comments, but somebody said by the end of the game, defense is gassed. So you got a defense that's been on the field for 70 plays. They're not at their best. You got a slower receivers you can chuck out there. Mm-hmm. Quarterback can't get touched. If you boop him on the top of the on the top of the head, it's a personal foul. So I would say he's probably the most rested person on the field. Right. Other than the kicker. Right. I would agree with that. Uh, in the comment section on the YouTube channel, you want to get out on the live video link, just go to the sportsocracy.com. The link is right there at the front of the page. You'll be, see, be able to see the video, but click through to YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. You can get in the chat as well. I mean, Kevin Vick's talking about, yeah, uh, rules are rules, but then let's go back to get letting defenses hit. I'm all for it. And you're I'm never going to get there. No. The, the player safety thing is too important. No, you're, you're not. not. Get there. Adam Black says, uh, what about baseball? Uh, why Baseball's extra innings. You have a top and a bottom of the inning, so the visitors come out and hit a home run in the top of the 10th inning. Game over. Home, home side doesn't get a chance. I understand that. I'm a proponent of the college rules. I like the college overtime. I hate the college rule. I like the college overtime before they, you know, screwed it up and went to two point conversions and we ended up with a 13 to 10 or 13 to 12 game, whatever that was. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. And I, I don't want that going on forever. There, and it there's, would another, have. there's another stupid part of that that you can switch sides. Uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I watched the, it was Illinois and Penn State, I think. Mm-hmm. The, and they did the two point conversion thing. And literally every time they did it, they had to go to the opposite side. Yep. 
So you're walking a hundred yards every time you do it. That is insane. Well, it's a different me. atmosphere. It's a different atmosphere at different different sides of the stadium. I get it. That's okay. All right. I just our our Facebook comment of the day. We put this out on the social medias, uh, and Kurt Allen Brown has our Facebook uh, comment of the day. Okay. The question was, should they change the overtime rules? His response was, no. Plenty of time to win the game outright in regulation, or your defense had a chance to stop them. Just take it on the chin. It is what it is. It's a dangerous slope to start adjusting rules because of one game or one player. Tuck rule, anyone, snow game rule. Mm-hmm. I can't disagree with anything you just said. Right. However, however, the NFL does a great job of making the product more watchable. Mm-hmm. You had a series of people that walked away from last night deflated. If you watched our live stream, I knew as soon as Kansas City got the ball, there is no shot they're going to stop him. Right. Stop them here. Right. None. And to me, it kind of it damages the end of the game. To me, the end of the see, you keep talking about the walk off. The walk off mm-hmm. didn't mean anything to me because I saw it coming seven plays beforehand. Mm-hmm. The only thing I cared about was who wins a coin toss, and that's unsettling to me. I don't like that. Now, to me, I think I have a solution to that. Everyone coin toss in the, in, in the first half. You have the option to get the ball or something of that. Right. If you deferred. Cool. They right. got the ball to start the second half. You get the ball to start overtime. Right. I, I mean, if, if I don't if like your, things being left up to chance. If your stance is equal possessions for both sides, then you got to be a proponent of the college rules. I'm I'm not of that mindset. Would I love for them to both have a shot at the football? Sure. See, to me, the college rules are goofy. It's just goofy. It turns into a two point. I, at that point, just, right. uh, let's just let the kickers. Let's, not do that. Uh, let's just go. Let's see if one can kick it from the sideline. I uh, had a trick shot competition <laughs> with the kickers, right? Because to me, that is equally ludicrous. Right now, let's let's not do that. I don't want to do that. And if we go to college rules, if you wanted to go down that path, back them up. Start them at the forty-five, and they got to they got to get yeah, it from the forty-five. I hate all of those things. I don't. That's not what football is. Right. I want there to be a kickoff. I want there to be a kick return. I want all of the the tenants of this game to stay the same. Mm-hmm. I just want you to take the chance out of it. I do not like things being left to chance, and that is the definition of what a coin toss is. I've yet to hear anybody else say my my little idea, and I think there's some merit to it. I think there's merit to it as well. I'm your huckleberry, Frankie Cleary. Welcome to the House of Reprehensibles. You too can join in on the YouTube stream. All you have to do is click the join button, and you too can be a reprehensible with the rest of us. Yeah, and that join button popped up right next to the subscribed button, which should not be showing up on your computer anymore. It should say subscribed. You should not have the option to subscribe anymore. You should subscribe as soon as you go to the live video feed, thesportsocracy.com. Jeremy, uh, yesterday was fun. Yesterday was fun, but I have learned a great lesson. I have learned a great lesson that when it comes to healthy living, cheat day ain't ain't where it's at anymore. Jeremy and I have been doing the uh, PhD weight loss program now for two months. I have lost almost 30 pounds. And after making poor decisions over the weekend, I really came to an understanding of just how badly fast food can make you feel. You need to have proper nutrition in your body to lose all of the weight 80 percent of losing fat weight is all about nutrition 
and I can't wait to go in there this week, tell them, yes, mistakes were made, but, but... I am on the path learned a great lesson this week, and I am after that 30-pound bag from PhD Weight Loss. Jeremy, you got to go collect your 20-pound bag now. Correct. I have been doing this as well, and I am at the 20-pound lost goal, and that is – I'm going to keep going. I have a target weight of 220 where I haven't been since I was in high school, and one of the things that's ideal for me with this is the convenient. That's how I got here. Fast food was more convenient. This is very convenient. Nutritious food. Great decisions phd weight loss you got weight to lose we got somebody for you to call dr ashley lucas and the folks at phd weight loss go to myphdweightloss.com that's myphdweightloss.com let's get weird on the weird scale there's vegas there's florida and there's Asheville. let's get weird Asheville. I always love don't do crime stories, and here's another one coming to you straight out of France. So remember back in 2015, there was something big happened in France. You remember the the terrorist attack in France? the 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 Eagles of Death Metal were in the middle of a concert at the Batacla uh, Arena, and somebody came in with a gun, started shooting off. Yeah. Well, there were a lot of injuries. There were 130 people killed in the attacks on that day around Fran- around Paris. And now it is, uh, it's got one doctor in hot water because apparently a senior orthopedic surgeon at George Pompidou Hospital in Paris has been found to try to sell some of his uh, patients' medical records online don't do crime that's never a good thing so this is what the guy did he had he had this patient and uh she was shot in that attack and had a bullet lodged in her arm and he was trying to sell the x-ray of the ak-47 bullet in her arm as an nft he was trying to make some money off of this woman's uh, uh, medical records. And that, in case you're unaware, is illegal. I'm not sure how she found out about it, but obviously she's very, very upset with the, uh, with the doctor and with the uh, medical community that could allow something like that to happen. The NFT was trying to be sold for $2,700. NFTs have gone too far. And I'm and I hope that they stick it to this doctor because that's not your property. I don't understand the NFTs. I also I don't, don't understand. I, I don't understand a lot of things. Uh, crypto, a, any of those. You, you know what I want? U.S. doll hairs. That's what I want. You just give me you give me monies, and I will I, I will provide you know the things that you're paying for. Mm-hmm. Do you hear the story about Odell Beckham Jr.? I I dare to even ask. His his contract with the Rams was paid in Bitcoin. The only problem is that the price of Bitcoin went through the floor with California taxes. Oh, no. If they win the Super Bowl, he will have netted $35,000. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, that's why you don't do that. You pay me in U.S. dollars. That's, that's what I want. That's all right. Just hang on to it. It'll turn around tomorrow. Crypto is the wave of the future. But, but that, yeah, but you got, there's a lot of time that. You know what I never have to worry <laughs> right. about? You pay me $100. That's $100. It's in my hand. I have it. <laughs> now give it to people no good uh my story is very close to a movie that i've never seen 
Okay. Have you ever seen the movie Weekend at Bernie's? Yes. Uh, apparently, the the plot of this movie is Bernie is a very affluent fella, mm-hmm. and they have a little party. Mm-hmm. And the only problem is that Bernie was past present by the end of it. Yes. And so they prop him up and try to convince people he's still alive. Police in Ireland are investigating reports that a past present person was brought to a post office in an attempt to collect his pension. Oh. The Irish Times said a man who appeared to be in his 60s was dragged into the post office in the town of Carlow on Friday. Whoa, 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 whoa. The, 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 dragged, dragged. Dragged. I knew you were going to stop on that because I did too. <laughs> Propped up by two younger men. When questioned by staff, the two fled. And left him there? Leaving behind the older man who was found to be passed on. Mm-hmm. I have so many questions about this. How did you think this was going to work? Same way it worked in the movie. All you got to do is put your hand up the back of his shirt and nod his head. No, that's that's not how that works. <laughs> it's not how it works in any, any shape, form, or fashion. According to the Irish Times, one of the younger men had inquired about collecting someone's pension and was told that the recipient had to be present with the help of a companion he allegedly returned with the past present individual. Mm. So let me get this right. You called and said, George has a pension with the post office and we would like to collect that. Well, where's George? If there's no more George, there's no more pension. Well, hold on a minute. He's around. I'll bring George. Where did you get George? That's my question. <laughs> was George just like sitting on the couch? Like, had you not done things to, you know, not desecrate? Uh, that's that's crimes. Mm-hmm. Is that, why is that part of the story He's not getting anybody but me? Passes away unexpectedly. I read and... every single comment underneath this story. And I went, why is no one asking where the person came from? Did, did you not? take him somewhere did he not go somewhere no you don't take him somewhere until you get the money let me let me make this as clear as i can if something happens to me Mm -hmm. and anybody decides to prop me up by the jukebox or or whatever it is you decide to do haunted haunted (laughs) nobody would believe it anyway because you never stopped talking uh yeah yeah (laughs) that would that would really be a uh that would be a flaw of that. Is Jeremy lit already? Why, why is Jeremy yeah. not talking? Oh, oh. Uh, don't do crimes. Don't know. No. Take Jeremy to the corner. Jeremy, Jeremy needs. Jeremy no feel good. Jeremy's a little pale. Jeremy needs to see somebody that will, you know, possibly, <clears throat> you know, do what they, they, they do to past present people. That's awful. That, by the way, way worse than trying to sell somebody's X-ray as an NFT. I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Neither one's good. No, neither I, one's good. I wouldn't put either one in the Christmas newsletter as a crowning achievement of the year. Right. Oh just, no. I, 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 what, I, I, were there charges? People? Were there charges against these guys? Uh, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, desecration of a body. Okay. Right. Uh, and attempted insurance fraud. Yep. That'll do it. I, I here. You know, and maybe this is just I. I'm not really categorized as a people person. How do you have that conversation with somebody? Right. Like he called a buddy up and said, hey. He called Jeff and at some point he had to convince Jeff that we need to take George to the post office. Is George out of stamps? Why? why, What is (laughs) George looks as though he has had better days. 
George needs a doctor. He doesn't. They don't have doctors at the post office. No, I think he's past needing a doctor as well. He needs an undertaker. Dole said, "Call a Hearst." I'm just. I, <laughs> we get these stories across our AP feed, and there's times that I go, "There's so many questions I have." Mm-hmm. I want somebody to start an AP server where there's somebody that knows the full story, and you can just ask Jeeves them the question of where did they find him? Like, where was? The, did they desecrate a grave because they didn't get charged for that? No. Just, you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't do that well, you couldn't I mean, pass somebody off like that i mean i would i imagine what happened was george probably just passed away while slit, sitting on the couch and they went oh but they well, called, dang, we're poor but they called yeah they called and they and, said how do we get his right do you not think these people talk to each other like there's gonna be somebody come in here with i don't know what they're doing but they asked how do we get somebody else's pension mm, nope doesn't work that way <laughs> Then they walk in full weekend at Bernie's, and you just go, mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. No, uh-uh. No, George looks a little funny. Wow. Uh, Adam Black says you can be the new Paul Harvey, by the way. You don't even know who that is, do I don't you? Know. Oh. I thought he meant Steve Harvey at first, and no. I was very flattered by that because I love Steve Harvey. <laughs> and he and I wear practically the same size suit paul harvey was like a legendary broadcaster and he always used to do these daily feature stories that was the rest of the story and it was always some weird turn at the end of the story it's a phenomenal phenomenal broadcaster well then i'll take that as a compliment it was it was a, it was a great compliment to be to be mentioned in the same vein as uh as paul harvey you should be honored for that all right so we've got the championship game set We've got the Cincinnati Bengals. We've got the Kansas City Chiefs. you got the San Francisco 49ers at the L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams trying to be the second team in as many years to host and win a Super Bowl on their own turf. It would be They would be the first team to host both the NFC Championship game or a championship game and be at home for the Super Bowl. Let's start there. Start with L.A. and San Francisco. Do you think... San Francisco's got something for them a third time in this season. It is really hard to beat a team three times. Mm-hmm. And I just look at that Rams team, and, you know, I had the Rams in the Super Bowl coming into the year. I had them losing to the Bills in, in the Super Bowl. And nothing has really changed to me. I still look at them and go, you have two of the five best defensive players left in these playoffs. You have. I don't really know how to quantify Matt Stafford, but he's got a cannon. And they've got enough weapons, and you've got McVay drawing up the offense. There's just so many things going your way. And it comes back to that same question that I always ask. Who has the better quarterback? The Rams. Mm -hmm. Who has the better coach? It's the Rams. Rams. Just by a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then you get into personnel, and I think everything is advantageous to the Rams. I love that this number is coming down. It debuted at four. Uh, it's already come down to three and a half in a day. I think it will end up somewhere in that two to two and a half range, and I'll take L.A. I yeah. think L.A. is going to end up winning this game. I would tend to agree with you there. Uh, I feel like they are more explosive offensively, and I think they're more efficient offensively. San Francisco is is fantastic, and we talk about the pre-snap motion that they have and Debo Samuel. What the heck do you do with Debo Samuel? I mean, this is the the uh, to me. I would think that Debo Samuel is like the kryptonite to Jalen Ramsey Superman. 
because you don't know where he's going to be on any given play. And so I don't see this as a, you know, straight up one on one, you know, number one versus number one matchup. Because it's going to be so many different looks that they can throw at him. And I feel like if I'm if I'm Raheem Morris and I'm trying to defensively game plan against San Francisco, I take the tape from last week and I I, I analyze this backwards and forwards because Green Bay did a good job of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Debo had 14, 13 touches. I think it was thirteen touches for eighty three yards. Mm-hmm. I, I can live with that. I, I can absolutely live with that. George Kittle was he had a couple timely catches, but nothing over the top. Right. If they can do what Green Bay did, and I understand that one's one was played in four degree Lambeau, the other one's gonna be played in LA. So yes, I do see the difference in that. Right. But if you can keep Debo in check and you don't get just completely obliterated by all of those pre snap things, which has always been the Rams problem against San Francisco. It's just I keep coming back. To, it's hard to beat a team three times in a year. Mm-hmm. I think there's a talent deficiency for for San Francisco. I, I think the Rams are just a better team, and and everything seems to be coming together for them. Safwan Ben Malik says uh, L.A. is markedly more explosive <laughs> than markedly. markedly. And yes, we got to give props to Alexander. He did call that this was going to be the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game between the San Francisco 49ers and the LA Rams. I'm favoring LA at this point. I said I said yesterday in our Discord server, if the Georgia Bulldogs can win a national championship in college football, it's time for Matt Stafford to be able to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. The AFC Championship game, I think it's going to be phenomenal. I think it's going to be every bit as good as the game with uh, Buffalo was. They both of these teams can score on each other pretty much at will. And my fear, I, I get a defensive coordinator in Steve Spagnola that is very good at doing matchup based things. Josh Allen's just a different animal. You know, you got at the end of the day, you have to leave somebody one on one. You don't have a choice. They came into that with the game plan of we're going to shut down Stefan Diggs, and they did. I feel like that's being completely overlooked. The number one weapon for the Buffalo Bills was an afterthought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they allowed Gabriel Davis to have the game of his life. All right, so play that out. Are you telling me they can't do that to Jamar Chase? Do you really think Jamar Chase is that much better than Stephon Diggs? No, but I don't have Gabriel Davis. I have T. Higgins, and 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 I I have Tyler Boyd, and... And, and I understand all okay. of those things. All right. I just feel like you're coming up against a buzzsaw. Kansas City is, you know, they're the monster underneath your bed. Mm-hmm. That is the team that is terrifying. They have been here. They know exa- this is old hat for them. This is their fourth AFC championship game in a row. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be different for Cincinnati. And, and look, my heart says Cincinnati's going to find a way to do this. And you're going to have the, the Rudy story of, I had this team winning two games this year. And frankly, I want nothing more than for that to happen. Unfortunately, I've seen this same narrative about seven times. And do you know what it always has in common? The one that's been here before is just a buzzsaw. Mm -hmm. I've only seen one of these teams stay close. And it was Jacksonville against New England a handful of years ago. They go in at halftime. You think the game's over. And guess what? It's not. Right. 
And and Kansas City has that element with Pat Mahomes. And I'm not trying to well, undersell I mean, Cincinnati. I'm just saying the first time you get here, yeah. it's a whole different world. Well, and I can look at this game a lot, a lot of the same way that I look at Patrick Mahomes in his first AFC championship game. I mean, he goes in there. He's first year starter in the league or I guess it was second year, but it was first year as a starter for Kansas City. They go into the playoffs. They go up against Tom Brady. They they take him to overtime. Yes, they eventually lost, but there again, it was the new kid on the block going up against the old hat guy. I get there's a marked difference between Tom Brady's old hat from three years ago and Patrick Mahomes' old hat at age 26. Is he 26 now? 27? Somewhere in there. I think you're too high. I think Pat Mahomes is 25 years old. He may be 25. But but still, experience does mean a lot in the playoffs. But also just being cocky and dumb can go a long way. And I feel like that's what's carried Cincinnati here. I mean, they're phenomenal on the field schematically. But they also just don't care. I mean, they know that everything's gravy at this point. Joe Burrow has the utmost confidence of any quarterback in the in the league right now. Evan McPherson was telling uh, Joe Burrow, "I guess we just won the AFC Championship game, or we're going to the AFC Championship game." Before he kicked the game winning <laughs> yeah, field goal, that's one of those stories you hear and you go, "You better be real glad you made that field goal." Everybody has that would have come oh, out yeah. one way or the other, oh, yeah. and you would have looked stupid. Everybody's gotten onto this bandwagon with the uh, with the with the Cincinnati organization of this is what we do now. We win playoff games. Nobody expects you to take that whole bite of the apple the first time out no i mean in cincinnati's playing with house money here. Mm-hmm. there's no doubt in my mind cincinnati's going to come in as loose as you can be in your first afc championship that's what game. i think makes them so dangerous and i would agree with that except you're you got to realize how this week's going to go this is going to be the only story in cincinnati for a week and i just feel like you know jason trump said it in our youtube comments kansas city is 1988 mike tyson right now they have another gear that just nobody has. Nobody has three, four, three, four, three sub four, three, five receivers on their team with the best tight end in the NFL at the same time. Right? They can't run, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Nobody cares that they can't run. It's completely irrelevant. All right, it's going to be another phenomenal week, and of course, we will do uh, the full reaction broadcast of both games coming up this sunday in the sportsocracy seven hours of commercial free football we will take air at three o'clock for the kickoff of the afc championship game and take it right through the nfc championship game conclusion this sunday in the sportsocracy jeremy you're you're five on five or five on it it's not uh, i mean he's it, it, doing friday, stuff friday was not good it's doing friday stuff. was not a good day <laughs> however many doll hairs you put on that that's how many you lost because it didn't go well yikes but it's time to rebound you haven't gone into the negative yet so here it comes five on it coming up next here on espn Asheville.
Hey guys, I'm Ziggy, your local Philly girl, owner of Ziggy's Bakery and Deli. I've created a traditional northern deli with only the most authentic cheesesteaks outside of Philadelphia, served with provolone, white American, or cheese Whiz. Our other classic deli sandwiches are made with the best quality meats and cheeses, available sliced by the pound. Join us for breakfast for house-made bagels with our custom cream cheeses. Or for something heartier, try a pork roll egg and cheese or house-cured lox. Ziggy's Bakery and Deli, in the corner of Asheville Commons, 1550 Henderson. Jacksonville Road, open 8 to 3, Tuesday through Saturday. Here in Beer City, we take homegrown seriously. And since 2012, Wicked Weed Brewing has been pushing the boundaries of the industry. They've not only created staples like the Freak of Nature Double IPA, Lieutenant Dank, and Pernicious, but they also opened the first sour beer tap room on the East Coast. Wicked Weed has also supported our local community to the tune of $1.6 million with the Beers That Build program. Visit one of their four locations, schedule a brewery tour, a place in order for pickup or delivery. WickedWeedBrewing.com. Welcome back into the sportsocracy. It's time to make some money with Jeremy Green. I mean, you've been making making good money here. You got I what, was, $3? I was doing really well before the weekend. And as I often say, hubris comes shortly before the fall. And, okay, it's like, they're not all winners. Yeah. But tonight, I feel good. I got three for you. First, I got 25 on two of them. I got 50 on another one. Yeah. First, the New York Knicks travel to Cleveland. The over-under is 202 in an NBA game that Kevin Love is going to play a good bit of. There are a lot of backups in this game. New York is better on short rest than people think. This started at 209 and a half. I think that's more where this falls in. It got over bet. So now it's come down to a ridiculous point. I understand this is going to be ugly. I straight up said that. For this to not hit, neither team can hit 100 points. If they, Because this game's going to be close one way or the other. I think it's going to go over. This has been this line's moved so much that I think it's become value. I got 25 on it over 202 between the New York Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. I got 25 on it. The Louisville Cardinal are a five-point dog at Virginia. Virginia doesn't have anybody that scores. Five's a lot, because I think Louisville's better than they are. I have been rallying against Virginia all year long, because I just don't think this team's very good. We look at the Tony Bennett system and all, that's not what this team is. And now you're incredibly inconsistent. The reason this number's where it is is because it's at Virginia. If this was in Louisville, I would have Louisville as a five-point favorite which means I get an advantage there. I got 25 on it, Louisville plus five at Virginia. And finally, I got 50 on it. The fighting North Carolina Tar Heels are a four and a half point favorite in the Dean Dome tonight against Virginia Tech. Let's be real honest. Virginia Tech is not the best team you've ever seen. Nope. They're not overly talented. They're not overly deep. And do you know what they really struggle with? Rebounding. They're one of the worst power five rebounding teams in all of college basketball. You know what Carolina does really well? That. Rebound. Two blowout losses for Carolina in markedly poorer matchups have moved this number way too far. Because what this is telling me is if this game was in if this game was in Blacksburg, Virginia Tech would be a favorite, and that is insane to me. I got fifty on it. The Carolina Tar Heels minus the four and a half. You can take all of those wagers to BetUS.com. BetUS.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get the 125% deposit bonus. 
when you use our promo code sportsocracy at betus.com. Yes, Tar Hill basketball coming up here on ESPN Asheville tonight, 7 o'clock pregame. We got the 8 o'clock tip off, North Carolina, Virginia Tech. This is the game that had to be rescheduled because of coronavirus issues. Carolina's been having a tough time. They this have, would be a good bounce back. Well, and you're getting double short rest. Mm-hmm. Both these teams played on Saturday. Yep. Which team's deeper? Carolina by a lot. Yep. And Virginia Tech has to go on the road, short rest. And they just got beat by Boston College, who is a glorified high school team. I think Carolina is going to smoke them. Let's hope so, Tar Heel fans. Coming up next on the Sportsocracy third hour, the happy hour, we'll be doing Musicocracy Monday, the first of it. Also, uh, we've got some uh, the Mockless Draft Monday, little tidbits about the upcoming NFL draft with one Flostradamus, Jeremy Green. And we'll see you right back here in the uh, Ingle studio tomorrow at 3 on ESPN Asheville.